Tension punters, we have exciting news. Yes, we do. We are now on Dabble. Dabble is an Aussie-owned bookie that is absolutely changing the game of gambling. Any bets that we mention in this podcast, you can use their unique system of the copy bet feature to put the bet on yourselves with no time wasted. That's exactly right, Nico. We do the research for you, punters. We build the multis, and with the press of a single button, you can put our bets straight on. It's that easy. So you can go on the Dabble app and follow us at the Mock Sports and start winning with us this sporting season. Click the link in the show notes when signing up. Use the code the Mock Sports to let them know that we sent you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fair Bump Play On. My name is Mitchell Cashmore, as always, joined by my friend, my fro, my fro, my foe, Nick Highland. How are you, brother? Good, mate. Always good when I'm here with you, my friend. So. Yeah, loving it. Okay, well, let's talk about how much I was loving it last Thursday night. The doggies got over the swans. How bloody good. Yeah, look, it is what it is. Free kick dogs. <laughs> um, yeah, look, you guys were on top the whole game. Deserved winners. There, We just didn't look at any part in it for the first half. Third quarter was probably our best quarter. Um, you guys kicked a lot of behinds, but... um. Yeah, Swans probably lost it themselves in the last quarter. They had three chances where they could have converted. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty dominant. Yeah, look, I will admit, you won't often hear me admit this, but, yeah, the free kick uh, count was a little ridiculous. I think we were up by, like, 20 at some point. That's not a good look. But we just put our head over the ball, Nick. That's just what we do. We just We just get in there. We just get in there, head over the ball. We, you hit us high. You hit us in the back. You know the old saying, come on, kids, get out there, head over the ball, and the arms will protect you. That's just what happened, mate. The dogs, you don't back away from them to fight because they will take it to you, and that's just what happened. Yeah, look, can't complain. It is what it is. Can't win them all early days. Um, we'll get that one polished off real quickly, and then, yeah, we'll get amongst it. So it is yes. what it is. Just need the uh, the dogs to start kicking goals and we'll start... We could have won that by 60. If we start kicking goals, we'll actually really bounce back and these games don't have to be so tight like with Carlton and the Swans games. But, um, oh, well, move on to more things down the line. Friday night, the big double header, Melbourne-Essendon. What were your thoughts on that game? Uh, Essendon did better than I thought they would, to be honest. Um, yeah, Melbourne, just an absolute unit of a side right now. Um, not too much to say about it, to be honest. Just a dominance performance. Angus Brayshaw is just coming out of the yeah. block. Um, one of the most improved players I've seen this year for the for the Melbourne side. Just more strength. Boy, Ed Langman. Um, yeah, just an absolute absolute jet dominating. He's he's looking like an All Australian. The way they're talking about him, to be honest, they're they they're finally giving him some height. Um, but yeah, Max Gorn fallen um fallen off a little bit, I think. I feel like with um with Jackson coming in and Jackson breaking out a little bit as well, Jackson's stealing a bit of his thunder and he's not he's just not getting the same amount of performance that he used to in the ruck, in my opinion. So what are your thoughts on that, Cash? Oh well I mean ex- I think you're right in saying that um 
Gorn having to share the load now is taking away a bit of his thunder. He's no longer going to have to be the uh, the big superstar in the ruck for them because he used to have to shoulder the load and do everything. He used to have to go to every single hit out, win them, get the clearance, you know, drift forward if necessary, be that big mark down the line. But now that he's got Jackson, he can share that load. And unfortunately, yeah, he'll have his big moments, but he won't be as dominant as he used to be. And that's okay because at the end of the day, two heads are better than one. And for Melbourne to have two blokes who can go out there and dominate the um, dominate the ruck for them and then get a big kick down the line and then mark it in the goal square, turn around and kick a goal, it's every club's dream. So, you know, maybe Gorney doesn't get as many super coach or fantasy points this year, but do Melbourne still end up on, on top with this deal? 100% they do. And you said it best, what won Melbourne the game was their wings. You said it in the preseason that Melbourne have the best wings in the game, and they do. Ed Langdon, Angus Brayshaw, they're freaks. They run all day. Ed Langdon, I don't think, has gone off once this year. I don't know if I'm just being silly in saying that, but I looked at his time on ground. I think he's averaging like 99% time on ground, so he might have gone on off like once. He has won, run over 16 kilometers every game. He's a freak. Yeah, no, it's... I've said it for a long time. Um, it might be a bit of bias inside me, but yeah, like he's a genuine workhorse. Seventeen kilometers a game he's averaging this year. Um, that's insane, honestly. That's that is massive. That is almost double than the average of a lot of the other players that are playing around. So um, I think that's insane, personally. Um, let's leave it at that. For Melbourne Nesson, um, head over to Adelaide Port because we've got a bit to talk about in this one. Wow. What a game. Jordan Dawson, eh? Um, I, <laughs> that was... I turned it three-quarter time. I was like, oh, Porter got this in the bag. They'll be right. Um, it's close, but they've got a bit of – they've got the, the experience to get it done. I don't have to worry about it. No. Nah. Adelaide nah. kicked five goals to, to two in the last quarter with one after the siren, and that kick after the siren, wow. So weird. It is the weirdest kick you will ever see in football. That was missing by all accounts, and then I don't know what happened, whether it was just a freakish amount of wind or a little bit of magic put on the ball. It curves a long way and sneaks in, and the crowd, quite rightfully, went absolutely nuts. But personally, I think, who was the bloke that hit Murphy late? That's ridiculous. Like, that's the dumbest thing I think I've ever seen on a football field. You've literally won the game. All you've got to do is hold the ball up. Even if he takes that mark, he probably doesn't, you know, get the shot in goal, shot on goal in time. It's a bloke that wouldn't be able to kick that distance at that angle, but you just whack him in the back of the head and give away a poor free kick that gets downfielded a bit. Jordan Dawson, who's a bit of a sniper with the foot, you know, One of the made best. it harder than he needed to be, and he puts it through. Yeah, no, 100%. It was stupid, and then it cost him in the end. So, yeah, amazing from Jordan Dawson. Um, pretty spiteful for me, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I don't like him seeing, playing that well for another club. But, yeah, he just dominated that game, didn't he? He played really well. I think he had, I think it was 30 touches or something like that. He's, I think he was playing off the wing as well. Um, yeah. So another, another winger. Coming out of it, um, but yeah, he he won the he won the medal for whatever it's called for their derby. So yeah, it's great to see um, over there. What about the Giants, mate? What do you think about what do you think about that? 
The Giants Suns. Um, I was quite disappointed in the Suns. Both of both you and I backed them in. They were a red hot chance to come out and win two and one. They're a, it's a down on their luck Giants side that you know aren't in great form. They don't have the best luck injury wise, but geez. What? To come out and to be down by that much um, in the first, like, 20 minutes, I think they were down, like, 36 to 1 within no time at all. It was really disappointing. It seemed that they gave up early, um, but the second half was so much, much better. Um, Stewie Doom must have absolutely put a rocket at them, you know, throwing back to the, the Amazon Prime documentary days where he was rightfully ripping into them. Um, yeah, but they, they scraped it back there in the end to a more respectable 26-point um, margin. But, yeah, uh, to be fair, props to um, Giants. Stephen Cornelio seems to be back to his best, and the game's a better place when he is back to his best. Um, him, Taranto, Josh Kelly, Tom Green, that's a midfield that can really, really take Giants to a very far place if they want to, if they just stay fit, they still he- they stay healthy, and, you know, things keep tumbling their way. But what won it for me was the absolute masterful tagging of Tuke Miller by um by not only uh, DeBoer, because he was moved off... DeBoer, uh, DeBoer was moved off him after the first couple of quarters, actually, because DeBoer was so good at getting the ball, he, they wanted him up front more to see if he could keep getting more shots at goal. Like, he's... Uh, he's a bit of a freak that way, you know. He was too good at tagging; they had to take him off him because he was getting too much pill. Um, and then who else went on afterwards? Was it Ash that went on afterwards, or was it Taylor? I couldn't tell you, mate. I didn't actually get yeah, well, to get on. Well, this one way. of them, whoever took over, just did the exact same thing. DeBoer did. Didn't let Miller get anywhere near it. And for a bloke who normally averages over thirty-five touches a game, only managed seventeen and a couple of behinds. Yeah, it completely rattled um, Gold Coast because it took all the weight off, you know, the one senior figurehead that he that they have on ball. And it made, you know, the likes of Matt Rowe and Noah Anderson young, guns in their own right, but they're young. And like I said, talent doesn't make up for inexperience and they had to shoulder a lot of the weight for that game. And, you know, it just fell apart for the midfield. The Giants midfield rolled over the top of them and we saw what happened. They absolutely put heaps of points on them early and... Suns couldn't make up the margin. What did you think of it? Yeah, like I said, I didn't actually get to watch it. Just looking back at the stats, um, yeah, you, you see, can you know, back at his best, Tom Green, obviously, absolutely dominating. Just no real standouts for for Gold Coast, like we've seen. Um, I went back and watched the highlights and watched a couple of things from it. Matty Rao is just a tackling machine, isn't he? He dominated in the tackling department. He doubled every other player on the ground. Um, but Tanner Bruin, 17 touches for a forward is is pretty good to be honest and I reckon he's going to come out and have a bit of a breakout year. He's been he was pretty quiet last year. Barely could get a game and he's he's starting to play a bit better footy here. Um but yeah, Jared Witts for me, that's that's probably the difference. There was no 31 hitouts, but he only had 9 touches overall. You got to see your ruck getting a bit more involved, getting a bit more marking, getting a bit more contested in there and um really leading the team, especially a leader like him. He should be out there leading Leading from the front, in my opinion. So, um, yeah, it's 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 not great to see for the Suns. We both tipped them, but um, it is what it is. Let's go on to the next game, mate. Um, wow, Collingwood, uh, Geelong. What do you think of this one? Look, to be fair, Collingwood put up way, way, way more of a fight than I thought they did. 
Collingwood are looking really, really good this year. Do I think they play finals? No, I don't. But I think they, you know, finish quite close when I thought they were going to be a bottom four team. They're just clicking. They're doing all the right things. But I will say it time and time again, talent does not make up for inexperience. Geelong, they're older. They're way more experienced. You can't count out. Joel Seld was setting the record for most games as a captain. He's an absolute star. He rose above all the pressure that was being put on him from the Collingwood fans. And like always, was an absolute jet, carried his team over the line. Cats got up by a couple goals in the end. Jeremy Cameron was a star. He was kicking goals left, right and centre. My tip for the Coleman, I love to see it. But yeah, experience prevailed in the end in this game, in my opinion. Nick, what were your thoughts? Yeah, just there's a, there's a good song that goes with it. Love it when Collingwood choke. Yep. Uh, um, yeah, it was, it was pretty bad to see, to be honest. They, they looked dominating. Another one where I just turned... Turn the TV off, but um, it is what it is, I guess. Do you want to take us through the next one, mate? You you lead this one. Uh, yeah, I'll happily take us through the next one. Um, what 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 is there to say? Um, quality game Saturday night, prime time. Nothing better than going home, switching on the TV, and uh, really getting invested in a hundred and eight point victory for the the Lions. Jeez, North Melbourne sure put up a fight, didn't you, boys? Yeah, don't know. This one came up on a Saturday night. Um, to be honest, there's there's not actually too much to say about it. Let's let's save it for this next game here. Carlton Hawthorne. Wow, this should have been the Saturday night game. It was always going to be a good yeah. game, wasn't it? Uh, Carlton led the whole time pretty much, and then Hawks fought back in the last quarter. Carlton down by um, Carlton winning by one in the end by um, I think a point saved them. Um, someone kicked it behind. So, but wow, what a match! I I absolutely love this game. What were your thoughts? I've got two big takeaways from this game. One, if he keeps playing at the rate that he is playing, Patrick Cripps is going to smash Brownlow records this year, plain and simple. The man is a freak. And lots of cancer. And he's just, it was incredible. Did you watch his last quarter, Nick? He oh, went from having, he had like, he brought his own pill in the last quarter. Anytime Hawthorne tried to enter that forward 50, Doherty was there, took a mark, kicked one off, got another hands, got another kick. He was pushing up in the contest, getting the contested hard ball, putting his head over it, bursting out of the pack, getting a one-two, another kick. Then, like I said, Worked all the way back to the defensive 50, took those intercept marks, and then cleared it back out of the defensive 50 for Carlton. He won the game from them. He won the game for them in the end. He is an absolute jet. And yeah, like I said, I take my hat off to him. He's, if you know, it's tear jerking the way that he has come back to this game. And he's the most inspiring thing to happen to the game of football in such a long time. That's all I've got to really say about it. Wow, so inspiring, Mitchell. Oh, Head on to the next Nick. one. Thank you, Nick. Um, wow, good game as well. Um, Saints get up 117-84. Um, you'll take that. 
um, as a Saints fan. Richmond fans, not too happy, but it is what it is. I don't have too much to say about this one. What do you have to say? Yeah, like I said, you'll take it as a Saints fan. It's a win that they can chalk up at the end of the year. They're not going to be playing finals, I don't think, but you know, it's one that's going to help them get further up the ladder. It might help them finish 10th instead of 13th. You never know. So, um, Maxi King, he's a star. He is an absolute star. People have been saying he's the next Buddy Franklin. They don't think he's going to kick a 1,000 because it means that he'll have to play for another 20 years, but maybe he is because he's doing some freakish things. He, you know, he'll have a really, really quiet game, and then in the next five minutes, he'll, he'll drop 10 goals on you the way that Buddy Franklin used to. So... He seems to, you know, they might need to drug test him. He might be getting shot with a bit of steroids out the back of the three-quarter time huddle. He just, he bursts that hard with those little spurts. But yeah, he's crazy. You can't can out the Saints at all this year because Maxi King might jump over the top of you. That's that all I've got to say about terrible that. Chat. Terrible he's chat? He's got steroids at three-quarter time. <laughs> leave it that. Oh. Head on to the last, this absolute boring game. Oh, my God. I went to bed. I don't even watch it. I dead set went to bed. This is boring as Dockers versus Eagles, 102 to 47. Um, I'm not even going to speak about it. Let's get straight yeah. into this week, mate, because I got nothing to say. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, West Coast, you suck. Um, <laughs> um, sorry, it's harsh, but it's true. Even with COVID, you suck. You need a full rebuild. Uh, coach is getting sacked at the end of the year. That's my big call. Um, not my big call of the week, but I reckon he's getting a sack. And that's not because of COVID. That's just the fact that their game plan doesn't work and they're aging out and the club just needs a rebuild. But I'll, yeah. Am I an idiot, Nick? Later, mate. Come down. Yeah. It's all right. Yeah, okay. Sorry. All right. Um, Port Adelaide, Melbourne. Great game, this one, I reckon. I reckon Port Adelaide got a lot to prove in this. Um, I reckon they're not out of it. I think Melbourne will be tough, but Port have a lot to prove at Adelaide Oval. Um, I wouldn't be putting Melbourne in your bets. I'd be tipping them, but I wouldn't be putting them in your bets. I reckon this will be a really close game. I reckon Port have so much they need to to get through, and it's going to be a big telling point for their season, to be honest, because they need to start somewhere. Um, But, yeah, two great teams. Um, They've been there and thereabouts for the last three or four years, so um, it's going to be a good game, I think. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you said it perfectly. Um, I wouldn't be betting on Melbourne. I will be tipping them, hint in for later, but um, not going to be betting on them because Port Adelaide, you can't back out a team that has really nothing to lose at this point. They know that their premiership window has closed dramatically. They know that you know if they lose tonight, they probably don't make finals. They probably already don't make finals purely because only three teams rarely do make finals in the end. Only the Giants of Swans have been able to do it in the last 12 years, but... They're a team that everyone's counted out. Everyone reckons Melbourne's going to roll over the top of them. So, like I said, really, they have nothing to lose. Don't bat, like you know, don't ever count out a team that's backs against the wall, nothing to lose at home in front of a passionate home base fans that will absolutely come into play in this game. They will try and carry them over the line as much as they can. They will feed off that energy as they often do at Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide. But um. Yeah, I think Melbourne get over the top, but Port Adelaide are definitely going to give them a run for their money. I don't think it's going to be as big as a smash-up as some people are tipping. Fair enough. Uh, Friday night, Brisbane versus Geelong up at G- um, sorry, down at GMHBA Stadium. I think the Cats take this one. They're a different breed down at that stadium, mate. Um, it's it's their track for a reason, and they, they rarely lose there. And um, they'll be flying after that win. 
um, against Collingwood. Um, we'll get into the tips a bit later, but yeah, there's a it's a it's a good side. Um, they're they're going to look even better here. So Joel Selwood dropped for this one. Sean Higgins out for the as well. Um, and then Oscar McKerney, McInerney, sorry, is suspended, and Harry Sharp is dropped. So. Got a couple of changes, um, but overall, I reckon this will be a pretty nice game as well. Pretty nice for a Friday night. Yeah, the only thing I have to say about this one that you haven't already said is um, you said there's been some changes to the lineup. The big change to the lineup, in my opinion, the one that's going to make or break this game is the fact that they have brought in um, Mark O'Connor. Mark O'Connor returns to the Cats, and he is up there with best taggers in the game with, you know, the DeBoers of the world, he is up there. And I, it's a no-brainer. He's got to go straight to Lockie Neal. And if he goes to Lockie Neal and neutralizes him like he has in their last two encounters, Cats should be winning this game because Lockie Neal has been the one that has absolutely dominated the last couple of weeks for the Lions. He's been the spark. He's returned to his 2020 form. If Mark O'Connor is able to neutralize the Lions... I think the uh, the smaller of the cat predators are going to get over the top here. But um, we'll move on. Saturday, I believe the first game on the docket is Sydney versus North Melbourne. Oh, gee, why don't they have this on Saturday primetime? This is, this is a great game. The, I reckon North Melbourne will really take them to the edge. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a terrible game. Um, <laughs> get some of the young boys. I reckon they get some of the young boys in there and debut some some boys to see who can who can play because um yeah I'd be resting buddy for this one I don't know what they're doing let me have a look at the changes anything real big have you seen mate uh, no not really I mean I'm I'm really glad some people were tipping this to be the game that Buddy was going to kick his a thousandth I'm really glad that it's not because gee it is depressing weather in Sydney alone but the fact that they're playing North Melbourne and it's going to be about a hundred point win yeah um. Not much else to say. It's going to be crazy. Part Tom Hickey being out for Swans is a big out. Definitely a big out, but you can't see North Melbourne bouncing back. He's a good player. He's um he's a young gun from Port Adelaide that I reckon was a good pickup by the Swans because Hickey's only got one or two years left in him after this and we didn't really have a Ruckman um that was really coming through. Like you've got your Amartis, you've got your McLeans, but they're not really Ruckman there. They've been playing up forward, but Hickey's just been our rock at the moment. He's been probably mo- our most important player in the, the last two years. So Peter Laddams, it'll be interesting to see how he goes. He goes probably against one of the better rucks in the competition. Um, Todd Goldstein is, is pretty dominant as well. So let's see how he goes in this one. That's probably the only thing that you can really take out of this game. But yeah, Swan, Swan should smash through this one. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, Collingwood, West Coast Eagles. Oh, geez, this would be a really good game if it was two full-strength sides. Um, yeah, look, not too much to say about it. Um, Dugowie suspended, yep. Yep, uh, he is gone. Terrible call. That was a great tackle. Yeah, no, this game's gone soft. Uh, Tyler Adams has got his got a concussion. Um, Tyler Brown is the medical sub. Um, Gaff injured for, for West Coast. Coast, which is not even not even good at all. Petrovsky Seaton's out as well as Petricelli. Um Willie Rioli comes back in. Um that's probably the only big one. Tom Barras who's also a good good multiplayer. So um yeah it's gonna be gonna be a pretty boring game I'd say. There's a lot of rivalry against these two teams in the in the recent years, but I feel like this is gonna probably almost end the rivalry with just how 
how boring this game is going to be. So, yeah, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, we'll have one of the two Saturday night games, um, Richmond versus Western Bulldogs. I reckon this is probably the game of the round, in my opinion, um, if not tonight's game, the Thursday night game. Um, Richmond versus Western Bulldogs, I feel like this will be a really good game. Richmond uh, coming off a loss. They've got a lot to prove. Um, if Dusty was in, it'd be a bit different. But, um, yeah, it's good to see the Bulldogs get a win on, on for them. Um, not too much happening with them. They've got Alex Keith, Mitch Wallace, and Rourke Smith and Zane Cordy out injured um, with Tim O'Brien. Is he debutant? Um, Tim O'Brien, uh, I'm, pretty, did he, I'm pretty sure he played round one. If not, he'll be debuting for the club. But I um, he's new here, so I think he must be a debutant. But um, lots of changes oh, yeah, in, the, in the Richmond camp with Jake Arts, Jack Ross, and Ivan Soldo, all three of them. Dropped for Jack Rewalt, Dion Prestia, which is a big in, and then Ben Miller as well. But um, a big big out is Grimes injured. So it'll be interesting to see. I reckon it's probably one of the matches in the round, in my opinion. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, again, um, I was thinking of the preseason. Tim O'Brien to make his debut for the Bulldogs. Uh, used to be playing for the Hawks, of course. Comes over and hopes to fix our um, defending woes. But yeah, like you said, if it was... D Martin on the uh, on the field definitely would be a different game. I think um, Richmond's outs are bigger than our outs. You know, Dustin Martin and Dylan Grimes certainly reads more important than Mitch Wallace and Zane Cordy. Um, I think uh, while they are big blows to our defence, I think the Bulldogs just need to win this one through the midfield, and I think they'll do it easier without D Martin there. But I don't know. It's touch and go. On paper, Bulldogs should be winning this and winning this convincingly. But the last three weeks has me convinced that they're going to win. But it's going to be a, they're going to do it tough. Just you know, with their goal kicking lately, they should be like you know. I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up kicking another you know, twelve eighteen sort of score. Um, it just really hasn't. It's really worried me their goal kicking lately. They seem to be missing really really easy shots right in front. So unless they fix that, they might start to, you know, be at risk of losing games like this. But, I mean, what else can you say? They've got one of the best midfields in the comp. Bailey Smith, Bont, uh, Libba, Trelaw, Dunkley, they all show up on their day ready to ready to play. And if Tim English decides to play good, he's a bit bipolar like that. He always rocks up and is either a gun like last week or, you know, maybe he's like the final series last year and he just doesn't want to turn up. If he turns up, the midfield turns up, Bulldogs should be winning this. Um, Fremantle, GWS. Bit of a weird one to be going on at uh, prime time. But um, I don't know. I think this one's a bit of a mixed bag. Sean Darcy seems to return and David Mundy will be back, which is huge from Fremantle. Um, Nick Haynes will also be out, which is another big blow to the defense for GWS. But like I said earlier, um, when we were talking about the game against the Suns, if Taranto, um, if Taranto, Cornelio, and Kelly are all firing again, the you know the world is the Giants' oyster. However, I do think Fremantle might get the slight edge being in Perth. What are your thoughts? Um, yeah, like you said, Sean Darcy and David Mundy, two of the best players in the side. Um, you add not Nat Fife into that side, and it's an, it's actually a really good team to be honest. Um, Hayden Young, Jordan Clark in there. Andrew Brayshaw, sorry. Um, Tavener, Schultz, who's playing some good footy as well. They've got a really good squad. That's pretty underrated in my opinion. 
Um, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be good to see. Um, in over in Perth, it's gonna be a pretty good game. I think it's the first Saturday night game for the Dockers in in ages. They usually get stuck with the Sunday game, so it's gonna be interesting. Yeah. I reckon it'll be a pretty good game though because Giants have a better midfield, but overall, I think Fremantle have a better squad. So um yeah it'll be a good game so let's head over into the Sunday games Essendon versus Adelaide I reckon this will be a pretty cracky game as well um no big changes in this one I don't think let me just have a quick look Taylor Walker coming back is the only massive change for this game Taylor Walker is back after that six game suspension due to his racial slurs uh late last year which was a big shock to the game also Roy Sloan back but that's big but not as big as the big Tex Walker coming back after that big controversy. So I think that's going to make or break this game. Is he still the same guy after going through that emotional turmoil in his personal life? We'll wait and see, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have a look at that one. Um, Should be a pretty good game, like I said. Um, I think it just comes down to who performs. So not too much else to say. If Tex has a big game, Adelaide could get up. If um, if Shield and Caldwell have a good game in the midfield, Eston could get up. So, yeah. Um, Hawthorne, St. Kilda, really good game this one. I reckon this will be another great game. Um, Tom Phillips back into the side. Jarman Impey back in the side. Two of the big ins for, for Hawthorne. I reckon that's just going to strengthen their side even more. Jack Higgins out, which is a big out for the Saints. who have been playing some good football um, and no real key ins for St. Kilda. Um, I'll get into the tips a bit a bit later, but... I, I, Far out, bit of a stutter. Um, I reckon it's going to be a cracker game. Yeah, 100%. I don't have much else to say than what you've already said. Gold Coast Carlton finish off the round. Uh, also one that's going to be a really, really big game, especially if uh, Miller goes untagged and is able to run rampant. Miller versus Cripps. Chera versus Rao. Anderson versus Hewitt. Oh, jeez. It's going to be a big, big game of key matchups. What are your thoughts on the game? Yeah, it's 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 good. I like to see Carlton the way they are at the moment. Um, this is going to be a telling point. Are they going to slack off like they like they have in the past, or are they going to going to keep firing? Um, if they lose this one, it's just going to be back to reality for Carlton, and then they're going to just sink their heads, um, or they're going to go through it, and they're just going to be like, "Wow, maybe this is our year. Maybe this year we're going to be a top six side. Who knows?" Um, but yeah. It's going to be a great game. Let's get straight into the tips, mate. Yes. Okay. Tonight's game, who have you got and why? Uh, Melbourne. Melbourne take it. Premiers for a reason. Um, I reckon they take it by 16 points. Not too much, but just enough to make it comfortable. Yeah, fair enough. I've got the Demons by 12 points uh, for just the same reasons as you. I reckon Port Adelaide give them a run for their money, but Demons get over the top the best team in the comp for a reason. Uh, Geelong versus Brisbane? Uh, the, uh, I reckon Geelong take it. Uh, it's going to be a close game. Um, reckon Geelong take it by eight. Um, too, good, too good on their home turf. They're just unstoppable at that ground. Yeah, Geelong by 18. Home turf plus the uh, the tagging of Lockie Neal will be too much for the Lions, I think. Geelong to take that one. Uh, Saturday, we've got Sydney versus North Melbourne. I assume you'll be on Sydney by like 50. Yeah, Swans by 62. I reckon they're going to win by 10 goals. Um, They've got a good squad and they've got a lot to prove. So, yeah, that's for me. Fair enough. Calling the West Coast? 
Yeah, Collingwood steal it by 32. West Coast just don't have the gaff or anyone in there, like I've mentioned before. Pretty yawner of a game, to be honest. Who who have you got? Uh, Collingwood by 12. Um, Big-ish call, maybe, the fact that uh, Colling- Collingwood aren't going to win by as much as some people are talking them up to be. But I just think without Dugowie, um as that forward pressure, I think they won't convert as much up front and the margin won't be as big. But, yeah, I think they still definitely win and continue their run of momentum despite that loss to the the Geelong Cats last week. Uh, Richmond Bulldogs, I think we all know that I'll be on Bulldogs. Who have you got? Um, well, I'm going to go Richmond here. Um, I don't, I don't, I'm going to say this just because I want to tip against you and tip against the Western Bulldogs. So like Richmond with Dion Prestia are going to be firing. I reckon Richmond steal it by by 22 points. Pretty comfortable last quarter. Jeez. I reckon it's going to be close up until five minutes to go in the last quarter and Richmond do what Richmond do best and just run over in the last quarter. Jack Rewalt to kick five. Okay, mate. Jeez, all right. Uh, Fremantle versus GWS. Freo take it over at, um, over at Optus. Um, yeah, too good. Sean Darcy's a gun. Yep, Freo by goal. Sean Darcy and David Mundy coming in and the Optus Stadium boost gives them a world of difference. Um, Essen versus Adelaide. Adelaide steal it. Um, playing some good footy. They're flying as well. Um, Essen just haven't been too impressive for me. So, yeah, Adelaide by 24. Oh, Nick. Supposed to be my big call of the week that Adelaide win. But, uh, yeah, Cashy's big call of the week. Um, yeah, Adelaide, get it done. Over Essendon, Essendon to go 0 and 4. They're dreadful this year. And actually, Cashy's big call of the week, Essendon to go. I think 0 and 6, maybe even 0 and 7, because I'll just read out who they've got in the next few uh, weeks, and it's not looking pretty for Essendon. They've got Adelaide, then Frio, Collingwood, Bulldogs, and Hawthorne, all games that I can see them losing. So my, I'll, I'll, I'll alter that instead of Adelaide getting over Essendon. Cashy's big call of the week is for Essendon to go 0 and 6. This year, I just think that they're not playing good enough footy. Um, Hawthorne versus St Kilda. Uh, Hawks take it. Playing some good footy. Um, going to be hungry after that loss. So, um, I've tipped them early on. I think they're paying $2, which I think is a pretty good price for them. So, Hawthorne. Yep, fair enough. Uh, I'm going to go Saints. Not just a tip against you. I think um, off the back of the last two games, they're really starting to build some positive footy under them. I think if their big guns come out firing, they can definitely get over the top by narrow. So I think uh, Saints by less than two goals. Um, and to finish it off, Gold Coast versus Carlton. Carlton steal it. 30-point um, win. Cripps dominates. Jeez, 30 points. A bit much in my mind. Uh, I'm going to go uh, against you. I'm going to go Gold Coast as a big shock upset, but I don't think it's going to be that much of a big shock upset because there's they're the only team that knows how to play on Metricon Stadium on a dewy Sunday night because they've had to do it so many times. It's a pretty terrible ground and a pretty terrible environment to footy. It gets so humid. The ball gets so slippery and dewy. And the Suns, you know, because they're based there, they know how to do it. And I think that's what you know, made them be able to come within so close to Melbourne in the end there. They just know how to get it done on that ground. And if their guns come out firing, like I said, with Rao, Miller and Anderson, they all go untagged. Rankin kicks a few more um, goals. Um, Yeah, I think they get over the top by a single point. 
two one-point games for Carlton, but they'll be on the uh, other end this week. Yeah, Gold Coast to win against Carlton. Big call, but I'm backing them in. Wow, okay, mate. Take that. Yep. All right. Uh, well, we're, we're tired on the tipping again. I managed to catch up to you. I need to get in front of you somehow. But um, anything else to say before we leave? Uh, no, that's nothing else from me. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we love your support. Make sure to follow us and rate us five stars on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts for both the Quaddy Potty and Fair Bump Play On. We love bringing this content to you each and every week, punters. Uh, we will see you back here next week. Shade from the boundary. Needs to be inch perfect.